Welcome back to Sufficient Grace with Hannah Martinez. I am here today with, um, I guess I'm going to go ahead and just say it, like most likely my official co-host because I'm codependent. I can't do anything by myself. I need someone to hold my hand. So uh, please welcome back Miss Hope Smith. That it's we been started. so long. I don't know, literally, like we did this in August. The we last time we- Last year, Hannah. Last year. Last year, I was co-sleeping and I have, I'm a different person than that was August of last year. I know, you've come such a long way. Like, it's pretty bonkers. Like, I really think about how, how I've went. I just really, truly, January of 2022 and January of 2023, vastly different ladies. <laughs> very different priorities. <laughs> well, not very different priorities. I think you're doing awesome. Maybe I not. think it's amazing changes that you've made. Yeah. But it's not like different priorities. It's just different execution of my priorities, I think would be the better okay. way of saying it. That's a very good way to put it. Definitely have reevaluated the way I was doing some things and... After my mom and my sister had been like, get them kids out of the bed. Uh, what finally did it was just Augustine like laid the law down. Like he just was like, enough. <laughs> like you've done enough. I want to be able to spend the night with you again. So basically. That's when you know it's been a long time. When you want to spend the night with your wife. <laughs> Stop it. Is it my turn yet? We had sleepovers once a month. It was fine. <laughs> No, what happened was I was like a teenager and would like sneak out of my room to go hang out with my husband. Like it's like army crawling. Like I never snuck out once <laughs> as a teenager, but I was like 31, like, oh, the wrong creek in the floorboard and it's over for me. <laughs> it's so lame. No, but it just like slowly but surely, like I was really trying to think like what like pulled the trigger on that. And like, I don't even remember, like I know it was December. Santa's Wonderland. Okay, that's when, that's when they started sleeping in their own bed. But before Santa's Wonderland, for like three weeks, I had started making them go to bed by themselves. Like, I put them in bed at like 8 and then came to bed after everything was done. You know? Like, I was like, I'm not going to come to bed with y'all. Like, I can make my own bedtime, you guys. You're not the boss. So. <laughs> I think it was, it was that day when... Dad had us in the group message, and you were responding to us with your AirPods. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so embarrassing. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, literally the most cringy thing. I have my AirPods in, and, like, Dad sent something in the group chat. And I, I'm not trying to reply, but, you know, like, the voice reply? Yeah. Just comes on, and I'm like, Fallon, if you do not lay down, you are going to get a whipping. That is it. I've had it. Like, it's just like these long, and they're just sending. Like, it just, she just keeps on shooting them. You know, I'm like, well, like what, is, what is wrong with you? It's like, that's why you don't have robot assistants, because they do not understand the assignment, you know? Like, they're just sending out every embarrassing voice text possible. And Hope, who is like, never once co-slept, is like, <laughs> I'm enjoying this. It's like, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, like after that short, I think I just was like fried. You know what I mean? Like I always think of that, like that I have suffered enough. Like it was just like, I'm losing it. Like I'm losing the grip on me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it had just been so long without sleep. Like, you know, 
three and a half, four years. It was a really long, <laughs> like yeah, three, three years. Concentration camp. It's no big deal. Stop it. Got less and less. <laughs> it really was nuts though. Like, I just truly think like I was surviving. Like I was having conversations, driving, all while <laughs> being like body slammed for eight hours a night. You know, it's just bonkers. No, are you? I'm just gonna fold that laundry. <laughs> Literally, just having a mental breakdown about laundry, just yeah. like staring into the abyss. I couldn't even hold yeah. a conversation. I'd be like, oh, "What was I saying?" Yeah, no yeah. Way I was no, saying. No, you would literally, you would be in the middle of a sentence and then just start blinking and stare off into the abyss. But yeah, I was not, I was not doing well. Mm -mm. I did co sleep with Daisy. I co-sleep with Daisy till she fell off the bed because she was a wiggle worm. Did she, she sleep? Like I thought she scooting across my chest out the womb. <laughs> yeah, she wanted Minnie. Like as soon as she was out of there, starving. Gosh, she was thick. I still can't believe you had the biggest baby. Like I'm still hurt about it. I'm still mad. I had the I biggest. Can't. My lord, that thing was huge. But, like, we should have known, because even Levi and Lily Kate were, like, eight pounders, and they were born a month early. You know what I mean? Like, that should have been our clue in. Mm, well, uh, almost seven and five pounders. Was he five pounds? I thought it was seven. I thought it was, like, seven and eight. And of the year over here. Already forgot their weight. They were, uh, well, you haven't slept in three years. Since that's true. Week. That's true. <laughs> now, she was six, nine. He was five, three. Oh, okay. Okay. Man, that'd be like staggering heights if those were heights, you know? <laughs> yeah, no. So today, speaking of, you know, like, I got to put me first. <laughs> we're talking today about like ways that you take care of yourself as a mom. Because I think we all know, like, you know, everyone's like, take time for you. Sleep when the baby sleeps. All that stuff that they tell you. My mom was forever like, you need to shower. You got to still shower. Because, you know, I was like giving myself pioneer baths on some nights. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I know, Robin, I know. <laughs> like, well, I know what I'm doing. I'll get to it when I get to it. Have you smelt me yet? I don't think you have. I've got it under control. I think that's why mommy's bringing it up, though. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I never once smelled. I I just said I pioneer washed. Like, I'm yeah, sorry my I'm legs were flaky. God. Never mind, I canceled this. I no longer have a co-host. I'm done. <laughs> this is me flying solo. I gotta hey, go my own way. <laughs> my gosh. So, we wanted to talk about just some simple ways that we've learned to like take care of ourselves. So, I wanted to ask you, like, what would you say was like your like your epiphany moment that you had to take care of yourself? Um, well, I had multiple, like with the twins, I was getting like, right after I had the twins, I was just getting like so little sleep. I would literally, I, I had a reminder at 9am to brush my teeth. <laughs> like that was like baby steps into, okay, hope, like you gotta, you gotta take care of yourself. <laughs> I always think of that put your oxygen mask on first so that you can help others. You definitely Stop. told me that a million times. Like, Hannah, you got to put the oxygen mask on yourself first. Well, it is because it's like 
if if you show your kids that you don't have to like keep up with hygiene and that you don't matter, like you're just setting your kids up for failure because that's how they're going to see it too. Yeah, that's actually very true. And it's like, you can't do that. No, you definitely can't do that. So that was kind of... You got to take care of yourself by taking care of them. I'm not like saying like go to the make spa appointments and girls weekend and blah, 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 blah. But like, I do think, you know... I think it's important to get ready every day, like get dressed. Like even if you are just going to go on a walk outside or just go outside or whatever, I think it's important like to brush your teeth, like even like throw your hair in a ponytail, but get dressed every day. Yes, that is 100% a very good idea. I know actually for me, like my life has changed so much and I know we talked about atomic habits and I'm sure we're going to get into that today, but what just to bounce off what you said about getting dressed every day that made a massive difference because I want to say in like January like I think it even might have been my resolution like sometimes I do them and sometimes I don't because I'm like who are we kidding guys you know what I mean (laughs) I am a fluid person things change but uh I want to say that was even my resolution was like I'm gonna get us dressed every day and that was really hard for me because like I had to like my my vanity level had to come down a lot. Like, I've got toddlers, you know? And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't have to be dressed for a gala. Like, I can just be <laughs> in, like, a T-shirt and athletic skirt. And that's dressed, too, you know? It is. So, that was, like, a, a big learning difference was just, like, putting on real outside clothes and just going outside. Because it, it was definitely, it was way needed. Because you need to be outside. Like, I, I'm not really, I, I don't know. I used to think I wasn't an outside person, but after going outside every day, almost every day for, for last year, I can say that you do need it. Like you, you mentally feel better. That sunshine, that vitamin D, like that does something to your brain. Like, yeah, it balances out your hormones. I always think about that. Like I saw this real a million years ago last year and I sent it to Hope because like she would like drag me out the door. You know what I mean? She's just like, we can do it, guys. Let's all go on a walk and explore nature. And it's like 105 degrees outside. And I'm just like, I hate you all. I love you. later. you were worse than the toddlers. Oh gosh, it was so hot. And those kids were slower than smoke and I was slower than smoke. And so we'd just be like walking outside. But like this video was like, off to take a stupid walk for my stupid <laughs> mental health and it's like it was so true because I'd be so furious and then it was done it was like wow I feel so much better and I hate it you know what I mean it's like I hate that word and I was exhausted <laughs> yeah she definitely had to hold my hand through last year because I was in a, I was in a had to go on a separate walk <laughs> for her mental health the second lap was for herself taking my second lap and now I take walks, and I'm I'm hardly a bother at all. So there you go. Now I You're like not. you even go on walks without me now. I do now. We walk every day. It's kind of bonkers. Like I'm like last year, me would be like, "You do what? You're doing what now? Why again?" <laughs> but last year I was in such bad health. So I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you like what my wake up call to like take care of myself was. It was not like I had some epiphany. Like, I wish I could say it was like I mentally was like, I'm going to do better for me. You know what I mean? It was not that at all. 
I got gout, which is so embarrassing. Like it truly, it makes me cringe on the inside when people like talk to me about it because literally they call it the King's disease. It's like a disease that chubby men get, you know what I mean? But here I am just killing the game, getting gout like the fellas, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> gender equality for the painful diseases. It was so embarrassing. Like I just felt like, like the patriarchy. <laughs> yeah. Forget the patriarchy. <laughs> Girls can get gout too. <laughs> Yeah, so super embarrassing. I had gout and like literally my hands would swell and like I couldn't even move. Like opening up a bottle, just immense pain. And my feet, I couldn't walk without crying. Like when I say, like I gave birth without payment, like without an epidural. So I'm like, I, I'm not a, I'm not a ninny, a complete ninny no, when it comes to me. So when I say I was like crying with every step I took, I, it was truly bad. So, I didn't actually go to a doctor and get diagnosed, but I have two nurses in the family, and they both confirmed it together, so. I went to the family practice. I didn't need to go pay to be shamed. I just found out on my own that my diet was terrible. I went to my gaggy. <laughs> and gaggy told me I had the gout. <laughs> so, I ended up, like, that made me, like, really, I had to, like, reevaluate everything. So... That kind of was like a crash course for me. Like I'd kind of made a few changes. Like for January, our church did the Daniel fast and I could not do, I was like, I can't do that. I was like, but I will give up my coffee and my Coca-Colas because I had started drinking coffee and Cokes again, a terrible thing, but I, I had done that. So I gave up basically, basically I gave up creamer and Coca-Cola. Who are we kidding? So I was just like a sleep deprived nut. But I, I, when I got back, like from when January was done, I didn't pick back up drinking sodas and I had kind of chilled it on the creamers. But when the gout happened, I truly had to reevaluate what I was doing. You know what I mean? Cause it's easy when you're a big girl to be like, well, it's not affecting me really. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was, I was body positive with the best with it. And I still think I'm, I, I want to be body neutral. Like I don't want to be like, I am amazing at any size. But I don't want to be mean to myself either, if that makes sense, you know? Well, that's what body positivity was supposed to be, was body positive about whatever stage you're in and getting healthy. Yeah. Like, being being okay with your body, like, this, this is where I'm at, and this is my goal of where I want to be. Like, you can be, you can be positive about your body on your journey. Yeah, you can be kind to yourself as you work on it, yeah. like... That's allowed. And I think, like, our society is these two camps now. Like, it's so bonkers. Like, it's either like, oh, nobody deserves anything good. You work till you earn it. Or it's like, I will change nothing, and you will say that I'm beautiful or you're a bigot. You know what I mean? It's like there's no balance. And it's like, guys, I feel like there's something in the middle here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're yeah, both like a little right. I'm hearing you. <laughs> but no. So, like, I really was like, I have got to do something. And you pretty much, you were like, why don't you just try calorie counting with me? She's like, just, you were like, just try it. Like, you try it. You might like it, as Fallon says. <laughs> just give it a little try. So, I, uh, I was like, I know I need to change. I don't know what to do. Obviously, keto was a no-go. I, I couldn't do keto anyway. I like bread too much. But... You know, people had suggested keto, but it just did not seem sustainable to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And you were like, why don't you just try calorie counting? You were like, you know it works. It's worked before. Just try it again. And I was just like, I don't want to, you know? (laughs) But, like, it hurts so bad. Like, I truly cannot state to you how badly it hurts like you you obviously saw but like if you i have seen your unicorn knuckles (laughs) i know it's gotta hurt just i can just knock somebody out with those suckers there it's so bad so i finally for like hope was just like just try it just try just keep going and she was just you know i would say it was in comparison to like maybe someone who was getting off of coke or like alcohol (laughs) And, like, learning to curb. You know what I mean? But it's harder whenever it's food is your thing. You know what I mean? It's like you don't send an alcoholic back into a bar a day later when they're like, I am not taking another swig. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it's like I still got to eat. I still got to cook. It was torturous. So I was the meanest person you could have ever met. Like, if you met me in March of 2022, I'm just sorry. Just a blanket apology for everybody I met. Because I was not kind. My face wasn't kind. My body language wasn't kind. And my words were certainly not kind. No, so, no they were not. Because I was just getting my flesh under control. Like, really, when it comes down to it, like, I had just been letting myself, like, I was just like, yes to everything, you know. And it was so sad because whenever I really started, like, tracking myself, like, tracking what I was doing... Most of it, I was not even taking care of my body. Like, I was eating just garbage. Like, I literally was, like, eating, like, a bag of organic Cheetos. Made myself feel better because they're organic. And I was drinking, like, a a thing of creamer a day. Like, honestly, Augustine was, like, the creamer bill is going to put us into financial ruin. Like, he used to joke about it all the time because I was buying, like, three. And I still got a second mortgage with this coffee, mate. Yeah, so Uh, Starbucks, please, because you know I'm bougie. It was brutal. Poor Augustine, he truly was. He's popping out like twenty dollars a week for creamers. But uh yeah, so I mean, did I partake? Yes. <laughs> oh, can't believe you buy this stuff. Another cup? Yes, don't mind if I do. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, so I just uh like it just all started from there. Like it, it just blew my mind. Like, and I think I finally realized, like, wow, I'm not taking care of myself. Like I was drinking liquid fat and sugar. You know what I mean? Like truly. Like it was just and then it was like, and what you say my knuckles are the size of a you know, a fist? I, I'm shocked right now. <laughs> she was too stunned to speak. <laughs> Do I look like I just got into a fight? Yes. But I haven't. So it that pretty much was just such well, a to, sorry to interrupt you, no, but like, as a mom, you don't realize like how little you take care of yourself no. and like counting calories is a way to show like that you're not giving your body the nutrients that you need. Like yeah. you don't even realize it because motherhood is such a, a self-sacrificing selfless duty that we're called to that at times it's like, we don't even realize that we're like sacrificing ourselves instead of just sacrificing like our time and our patience and things like that it's like we weren't supposed to sacrifice ourselves so that like our kids can get chicken nuggies and it's like we're about to starve to death and like we like gobble their crumbs off their plate oh my gosh like trash pandas i used to do that all the time like i'd eat their leftovers yeah and it's like, like it's like that's not what you're supposed to do no 
Anyway, so you continue. No, no, no. And that pretty much just made me realize, like, I was not taking care of my body. So then I really started to, like, care about the, like, the nutrients I was putting in my body, which I'm not an expert by any means. I'm still really, like, really learning. But I, it just finally made me realize, like, oh, I need to be eating protein. I need to be eating fiber. I need to be, you know, like, I need to be drinking water because I was, like, a prune at this point. Like, I was just, like... <laughs> guzzling eight cups of coffee a day and like had one bottle of water like honestly the fact that I produced breast milk is a medical marvel I'm like how did that child you know what I mean like she was just drinking liquid garbage I feel so bad I'm like Lord. like I can't even imagine like the nursing I don't even know what you would call that like the the machine that is my body trying to produce a nutrient from what I was feeding in, you know what I mean? It's like, well, guys, time to work another miracle. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, we did our best, guys. Look at that. I think there's vitamin A over there. Run, run, run. <laughs> she did take half that apple off of her kid's plate that they left behind. Use it, use it. So that was like my first real work. So it was just, it was kind of gradual. It was like, I can see, like, you know, we read that book, Atomic Habits, and I read it, like, after I had gotten started losing weight and stuff, and it was, like, I could see how, without even reading that book, like, Atomic Habits had helped me, like, little things had added up to big things, like, getting dressed every day helped me to get outside and move my body, although I hated every moment of it, you know what I mean, like, I was upset about it, but I did it, which then led for me, you know what I mean, like, it just, like, little stuff like that, like, I stopped, you know, just drinking Coke and took care of my body. And then eventually it was like all these things started adding up. And it was like, hey, I need to look at what I'm eating. It's just crazy how you can see it like slowly build up. And it, it makes you want to take care of yourself in other areas. Like you get more discipline in other areas when you start working on it. Yeah. So I would say that's kind of what got me going in that, that d- direction. So, uh, I had another question for you and that was like, what are some simple ways that you take care of yourself? Hmm, Simple ways that I take care of myself. Um, I am an introvert. Pause. So. You're an introvert. Yeah, I'm an introvert to the extreme. So alone time is very important to me. Like that is very good for like my mental health like I have to get up like which with Levi it's sometimes it's 30 minutes sometimes it's like 30 seconds <laughs> but I usually try to get up like 30 minutes before my oldest two wake up and like I'll just like pray and read my Bible and just get myself together like sometimes I can get like I'll do a quick little 10 minute workout or something like that but just like to get my mind prepared to be their mom because like waking up, I'm not a morning person at all. Like I hate mornings. I hate dealing with it. Like I hate when people talk and like my husband is one of those people that like as soon as his eyes are wicked, he's just like, how was your day, dear? And just, no, not yet. There is nothing wrong with those types of people. I too am that. There's nothing wrong with it. I just don't want to talk to you in the morning. There's nothing wrong with it from a distance. Yeah, from over there. But it's like I got to have that little bit of time 
so that I can be kind to my kids in the morning. So like, (laughs) I know that's horrible to say, but it's the truth. Like I got to get up and get a little me time before, before the day begins. Yeah. So that I can give my kids my best. It's like, I can't give my kids my best. if like right off the gate. I'm like, oh my gosh, stop talking to me. I don't care that you want chocolate milk, Levi. Okay. Get out of here. No, I don't want to play dinosaurs. Get out of here. So it's like, I gotta, I gotta get myself together. Like that is something I do to help me out. It's like, that helps my mental health. And then something else I do is I always try, um, this is going to sound like, it doesn't sound like it goes together, but it does. It's like, I try really hard to like declutter stuff in my house so that whenever I do get ready to clean my house, like I know I can clean like my main areas, like my bathroom, living room and kitchen. I can clean all of that usually in like 15 minutes because I do declutter my house. So that way, if someone's like, Oh, Hey, I'd be bopping over. I'd be like, it looks like this all the time, guys. I have seen many a time where it's like in Pride and Prejudice when they're like, the t- Mr. Darcy and Mr. Bingley are coming and they're just like in a haze, just like cleaning everything and then like, oh, hello, sir. Like, th- that is hope. Like, it just like magically all of a sudden it goes from like chaos to just like absolute perfection. And she's like, I just am about to pop some cookies in the oven. And it's like, if you... If you were here 10 minutes ago, like, you would not believe. This is a completely different situation you got going on. It is quite the glow up this household has just received. But I do, I have, um, I have a lot of people that beep up over, and I, what really made me do it is I have some neighborhood kids that just, like, would just ring my doorbell and be like, hey, do you have any snacks? Hey, what's going on? How are you doing today? And it was a little boy, he walked in, he went, whoa, your house is messy. I was like, like, take the goldfish and leave, son. (laughs) I can't even fathom. Like, I, like, I barely have talked. Like, and it's not like I haven't tried. It's just like, they're never out. And like every neighbor, she knows my neighbors. (laughs) Like, she knows my neighbor's neighbors. neighbors. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just like, how you doing, Stan? Like, I just don't even like. And it's like, anytime I see my neighbors, I'm like, Val, if you don't quit running, I swear. You know what I mean? And I'm like, it's like, I've never looked more homeless. You know, it's like, if you didn't know I had that house next door, would you think I had a house? Probably not. Like, why can you never catch me on a good moment, Stan? Why? And honestly, that's a placeholder name because I can't even remember the man's name because we've only met like twice. I don't know. He's super sweet, though. No, they are very nice. Yeah. Yeah, so, but that's, like, who you are. You are, you're, like, the neighborhood Mr. Rogers. I've always called you that. Like, kids just flock to her. People just flock to her. And she's, like, I'm such an introvert. You are in that you need, like, time to recuperate, but you love people. You know what I mean? Like, you love being around people. Yes, I'm never, like, don't, like, I'm never, like, don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Like, I always... Except the like first I thing in the morning. Like, I got one of those faces that if I do not smile and, like, say hello first, I just look like I'm going to murder you. So, I always, like, make a point to smile and try to speak to people as I go. And then they follow me. <laughs> yeah. I'm always like, thanks, Hope. Way to go. 
You couldn't just ugly stare at him one time. Just look the other way. I'm like, you don't even have to be, make an ugly face. Just don't look at him, you know? Clearly, yeah. the love of Christ shines through me on our walks. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I know. But honestly, though, like, if you could have told, like, 16-year-old Hope, like, when you go on walks, she'll smile and talk to people. I would have been like, you're a liar. <laughs> Like, it's just, it's just crazy, like, how time changes you and, like, how God can just, like, whittle the hard parts of your heart away. Oh, for real. And it's just, like, it's just awesome. It's awesome to be in the master's hands. I would agree with that. And it is funny how, like, time has softened you and hardened me. Like, I don't think it's essentially in a bad way. I've just gotten much tougher. Does that make sense? Like, when we were young, I was just, like, an absolute, like, I feel everything deeply. You know what I mean? Like. All the time. Yes. Or just, like, oh, jeepers, they told me possible. I believe them. Yeah. Oh, I still, I'm, like, I finally have kind of come to the point where I'm, like, I cannot believe everybody that tells me something. I truly, I'm, like, those kids could, like, like, I have to wisen up. Because, like, 15-year-old Fallon and Robin could just, I'd be, like, they're and they're studying, you know, and they would not be studying. So yeah, I definitely have to. I've I've had to work on that and wisen up to the ways of the world. Not everybody means what they say. Like <laughs> I really did. I had life had to beat that out of me a little bit. But yeah, it, it is crazy how time can make you such a different person. Like the things that you think you would never want. And then it's like, like I, like I imagine telling like fifteen year old Hannah, you live in Dayzetta. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and you're so happy about it. Like, I'd be like, you're lying to me. Ew, get lost, <laughs> You're telling me that I, I go outside every day and enjoy it. <laughs> okay, you can stop now. I'm living in my Wait worst a second. Nightmare. I wear tennis shoes in public. Oh yeah, for real, tennis shoes in public. Oh. That I don't perfectly quaff my hair. Like, that, that I go out with frizzy hair now. Like, oh, 15-year-old Hannah would weep. Your hair is not even frizzy. You still, like, curl your your hair and everything else before you go out. Not all. Like, not when I come to see... Okay, but now when I come to see you, like, do you remember when I wouldn't even go to your house without being, like, fully quaffed? I just... I'm like, Hannah, Hannah, Hannah. Like an hour, you'd be like, getting dressed now. And I was like, see you tomorrow. <laughs> But, yeah, I would definitely say those are... I'll just come to you, whatever. Yeah, she would. And then she'd just drag me out of the house. Like, I'll get the kids dressed. You get ready. She would just have all this energy. And I didn't know what it was from. I now know it's because she put her kids to bed early. You know what I mean? Like, I just truly... And it's like, I still think co-sleeping is a beautiful thing. I just think I let it rock on too long. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, it, it should have happened a lot sooner. Which, I mean, like, if you love it, go for it. But I just, I'm telling you right now, like, I had reached my limit, you know? And I'm just, it was a beautiful season, but it was a really hard one. And I think what I was so afraid of was, like, I was like, oh, I'm going to miss, you know, like, the little cuddles and the sleeping next to them. Because it was sweet. Like, their little deep breaths and their little just soft cheeks when they were, like, puffing from sleep. And just, like, their little, just, oh, God, it, it really was precious. But also, then I had to go be with them for the rest of the day, too, you know? And it was just, it was just a little hard. Still there. But honestly, like, I realized, like, doing this, I, I realized how much I thought I was, like, 
hurting them by doing it, but I really helped them. It was like, it was a really tough, which you always said that, okay, like here I am admitting you're right. It was like really tough. Like, and I would say it took like two weeks, two or three weeks before it really became a smooth thing. But like making my children go to bed early, making them rest has been so good for them. Just as much as it's been good for me. Cause like, I think about how like I would stay up and have them up while I cleaned the house. Cause like I couldn't go to bed with a dirty house. Like not that my house was spotless, but like I wanted my kitchen and my living room, and my bathroom to look decent, you know? Yeah, so set you up for the next day. Yeah. Like I couldn't go to, like that is, I can't do that. So I would like be doing that in bath time and like keeping them up and they're like crying because they're exhausted. It was just, it was brutal, you know? Yeah. And now, like, I think, like, man, all that time, they could have just been resting, you know? Like, they had to learn to rest, too. And it, it's just, it's it's so much better. Like, our little, our routine, our evening routine is so much more peaceful now. And that was, like, I had to learn to say, like, I have to stop this because there are things that take priority. Like, that's something I feel like I'm learning in this new season of, like, putting them to bed early, you know, like, and sleeping without them is, like, I don't need to finish the dishes right this second. What I actually need to do is get them bathed and in their jammies. Like, the dishes can wait till they're asleep. Like, I need to get them in bed, get them resting. You know what I mean? Like, that's something I feel like I've, I finally have realized. So, it's just, it's it's an interesting, like, the, the change is really interesting for me. Like, how things are so much smoother in our household now. By giving them an established routine. By giving myself an established routine, you know? Yeah. It's been a mind bomb. And I would say that's been one of the most beautiful things that we've done. I would say since the start of January, I really wanted to start speaking the word over my children. You know, like we've always done scriptures at night, but I really just felt like God was like putting in me like, you need to feed them the word too. Like I was, you know, reading my Bible and praying in the morning, but I like they weren't. Like I was just like letting them watch Coco Melon or whatever was their, you know, favorite show at the time. And I would go and have a long time with God. And like, I wasn't giving them a chance to interact with him. You know what I mean? And it's not their job to build an altar. It's my job to build an altar for them. You know, like that's too heavy a weight for a child. Like a kid can't pick up rocks and build an altar. Like it has to be a parent that does it, you know? Yeah. And <clears throat> that has been one of the sweetest things in our mornings is I bought this little devotional book. It's like literally a one page devotion with one scripture and they love it too. They're like, get the book mom. And like when I make breakfast, like I get my coffee, I get them breakfast and we read our little devotional and then I ask them what their prayer requests are, which it's, it's very funny. Cause like usually Fallon's is for like a need someone has. And then Robin is like for tiny, which is her self given name. She's like, tiny needs a little prayer today. You know what I mean? She's, I'm like, I love it girl. You know, go boldly before the throne room of grace with your own need. So no one's going to intercede for tiny like tiny. So, <laughs> but it's just been so good because then we have like a little bit of prayer and we have that. And I feel like it's helped them, too, because, like, the word gives life. You know, like, that is a life-giving thing, and it's for them, too. So that's just been something that I've really loved since doing that is, like, we have this new rhythm. You know what I mean? Like, where they wake me up because they're still my alarm clock because, unfortunately, <laughs> I never, I'm like, I'm going to get up before them, and then it never happens. But also, if I get up before them, it's like the Levi situation. Like, 10 minutes later, Fallon's like, good morning, Starshine. Like, 
I'm like, no, I'll just sleep that extra 30. You know what I mean? Because I'm like her husband. I can just pop awake like, all right, let's go. You know, (laughs) (laughs) just give me a couple seconds to take a sip of water and blink my eyes. (laughs) Fallon truly now, she's like, I'm getting the light. Like if if I'm just like a little slow, like if I haven't moved the covers as as immediately as she's heard my voice, she's like, I'm turning on the light, mom. I'm like, oh, nature's alarm clock. No stews in you. But yeah, so it, it's just been really nice. Like it's been a really, a really beautiful thing. But I would say that's like one of my big things is like taking care of myself would be after I give them breakfast, I go and get away with God for a minute. Like I leave the door open. Obviously, sometimes they're like bouncing on my back as I try and like weep before the Lord. And they're like, why are you crying? Why are you crying? <laughs> It's like, because I'm moved by the spirit, you jerks. <laughs> like, just let me talk to the Lord. My yeah. So I would say praying and reading the word of God has been like, that's always, I would say that's the only thing that kept me from going nuts whenever I didn't sleep was that I would take some time with the Lord and he'd be like, I'm going to give you a little splash of something because boo-boo, how are you going to keep doing this? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so I would say that definitely has been the biggest, that's always been my number one thing, like, even if it's just a scripture, like, you know what I mean? Like, obviously more is better, but like, if you don't, if you don't know where to start, start with the scripture of the day, just do something. Something is better than nothing. Yeah. You know? Or even I do like a proverb a day. Ooh, proverb a day is good. I've definitely done that. Last year, that was all I did. I was like, I don't need to do the Bible in a year. I'm going to read it all on my own. Do you know what I did? I read Proverbs. (laughs) A lot. <laughs> I read Proverbs 12 times and I read Psalms 12 times. So definitely this year I've cracked the whip. And that, oh, that's what, that is another thing I was going to say. So this is a recent thing like for the past week. So I can't say this is like a set in stone habit, but mm-hmm. I deleted YouTube because I used to watch YouTube videos before bed. A super good habit to do. Let me tell you, that makes for some good <laughs> sleep. The world is crazy. Everything's bad. Nighty night. You know what I mean? Like, so Hope was like, I got rid of YouTube and my screen time has went down. So of course I'm like, well, she's doing it. I guess I could. (laughs) So I got rid of YouTube and, uh, I was trying to read the Bible. Like, as I told you, I'm doing like the Bible in a year, which I hate. I absolutely like, I wish I could be like one of those people that's like, I love it. It brings such joy. I'm like, Oh, Like, it is truly, like, a marathon for me. And it's, like, I am glad I did it because God shows me things. But, like, getting my flesh to enjoy it takes about six months. You know what I mean? Like, six months in, I'll probably like it a little bit more. Yeah. So. probably in different books of the Bible. Yeah. (laughs) But I, I, like, I had gotten really busy and I didn't get to do my reading. And it was one of those days where it was, like, seven chapters. And I was like, if I don't read these seven chapters tomorrow, I'm going to be like, I ain't doing it. I'm canceling it. You know what I mean? Like, I'll just. So I was like, I'll just read this before bed. And when I say reading that gave me the most incredible peace, I was like, huh, there's something to this. Something about this. Weird. It's like you said it all along, but it gives perfect peace (laughs) to them who keep their mind on thee. Like, what? And it was like, it was amazing how good I slept that night after I did that. So I've been like, I'd probably say for a week, like I read my Bible with the girls, but then at night I've been doing my, like my daily, what it's going to take to get through the year. I've been reading that at night and it has been, I've slept so much better. Like 
I read that and then just put my phone down for the night and I have, I've slept so well. Like I know that sounds crazy, but it's been so great. I would say that's one more. Do you have maybe one more thing that you would say you do to, to really for like my mental health? Yeah. For like, for your mental health, like what's one last way that you like put the oxygen mask on? So something else I do is I will keep music constantly going like just to kind of help me get a pep in my step. And uh, something that God's kind of convicted me about is my AirPods. Like, I know that sounds dumb to be like, I'm convicted of AirPods. But whenever I have my AirPods in or whatever, like I can't hardly, I don't focus as much on my kids. Yeah. I know that sounds horrible to say, but I need even to admit. No, it doesn't. But it's like, my focus is not on my kids or like what they're playing with or who's doing what. It's like my focus is on whatever I'm listening to. Like if it's podcast, book, whatever, Ben Shapiro, hurrah. Um, so that's something I've tried. Like God really convicted me about YouTube because I, I'm one of those people like I, I have to like get my mind off of, whatever I'm thinking about because I, I call them brain trains like I'll be like I'll start here and end up way off somewhere else and I'll just keep thinking 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 and then it'll be like three hours later and I'm like wow I'm never gonna get any sleep <laughs> so I'll usually like get like a a family life today podcast going or something like that it started off like that but then I would like get my airpod and watch like youtube clips and would stay up to like midnight every night and then be exhausted yeah so I um god really convicted me of it <laughs> and I deleted youtube and my screen time I deleted youtube on friday and like my screen time shows up on sunday and I my screen time went down 27 percent after two days <laughs> Of not having YouTube. Like, it's embarrassing, but it's the truth. And well, I'm probably not the only one. If people are like, oh, my. Am, you know, it's a, it says a lot. I'm just going to be honest. If anybody says their screen time is two hours or less, you're a liar. Like, you can look yeah, like no, you're I'm, a liar. <laughs> like, I trust you not an iota. Uh -uh. Let me see. Show me. Show me right now. Show me it. <laughs> I want to I got rid of that. But, um, I was going to say, like, to circle back, but to be about, um, like something else that made me decide to take care of myself. I didn't, I didn't really cover it all, but after I had had the twins and the twins were like nine months old, I got on, uh, birth control and this birth control made me get like, gain like 60 pounds in, I don't even think three months. It was bonkers. How fast? Yeah. It was like, I, could not lose weight like I was like calorie counting I was nursing two kids like walking all the time and counting calories and it was like I could not lose weight and I just kept gaining weight and it yeah, did not she'd be like what I did no you, she was eating like non-fat Greek yogurt with, like it was truly I'm like how are you, you know what I mean like how is this possible you're a medical marvel right now you know yeah it was bonkers. Well, I was, like, doing that, and, like, I would, like, make energy balls, but, like, I would have to eat, like, tons. I would have to get tons of oatmeal in my diet to feed two babies. I mean, my God, I was, like, one bottle away from mooing. But I had did all this stuff, and then I had gained all this weight, and I couldn't get it off, 
and my feet started hurting like so stinking bad. And I was like, I was very depressed. Like I, I didn't like super know it at the time, but I was depressed. And, um, so like I was dealing with this. It's like, I had, I was like, I just felt like I was in a fog. Like I couldn't hardly think like I would literally, I would just like, just like change a diaper, feed the baby, feed the other baby, change the other baby's diaper. Like, and it was just like, that was, that was my day all day. That was my night all night, just over and over and over again. It was like groundhog day, but with two newborn babies. And seventh heaven on in the background. That's how I knew it was bad, folks. I'm like, oh, baby, if this is good television to you, things are dark. What was in the background? Seventh heaven. Hey, it was like three episodes, okay? Three episodes, too many, Hope. I like her. Three episodes, and I was like, wow, why did I like this so much? Like, when I say that TV, the chokehold that TV show had on us in the early aughts. We were and like, it, wait, what was it, like, every every Thursday night? Yeah, every Thursday night. Like, and Dad would catch me just sobbing about Ruthie and Martin, and he's like, what? You're crying about this? And now I'm What's like... wrong with you? And it's like, I could be physically ill thinking about that. I'm like, I'm going to I'm gonna barf all over you if you bring that up. Like, please stop. Like, I can't believe... I can't believe I thought that. Okay, so getting back to you were in a haze. <laughs> This is a very emotional moving shot. <laughs> okay, so getting back to yeah. you were in a haze just so, changing diapers. Yeah, it was just it was just a compl- compilation of things that just kept going on. Well then like God opened the door and we were able to move where we are now. Amen. And I got off birth control and I was like, wow. <laughs> like the kids are sleeping through the night. We were in a way better living situation and like all these, it was like all these little, little, well, it wasn't little, it was really big, big things that happened. And then, um, my feet were killing me. Like whenever I'd wake up in the morning, I would like, like, I would like have to like make myself get out of bed. It felt, it was just like walking on hot coals. I was like, Hmm, maybe I should do something about this. (laughs) So I like kind of, I had to look myself in the mirror and reevaluate what I was doing. Like, and what really made me want to change and do better was I wanted to do better for my kids. Like I want to set my kids up for success. And it's like, I can't do that. If I'm so overweight, I can't walk. I can't do that if I'm so overweight. I can't go play outside with my kids. Or I can't, like, there's so many things. It's like my list was getting longer and longer of I can't, I can't, I can't. And I was like, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm not going to keep going down this path. Yeah. So I started making changes and I lost weight. And uh, I feel like that is what helped me the most is looking myself in the mirror and saying, okay, like I have to change this. I can't keep going down this road. Yeah. I feel like that is how I took care of myself is I was honest with myself. 
And I feel like that is so incredibly hard, especially in our culture right now of you're perfect no matter what you do, no matter what you say. You're perfect, and if they don't think you're perfect, then they're lame and go find somebody else. And it's like, you can't can't live like that. You can't live with just yes people all the time. Like, if the people around you are just saying yes to you all the time. it's like, that's not really your friend. If they're not being truthful with you, being like, hey, like, you have changed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if, if you ask your friend, like, hey, do you feel like this? Or do you feel like that? Or do you think I've gained a little bit of weight? And they're like, oh, my gosh, no. You look fabulous. It's like, that's not really being your friend. Like, you can say, hey, yeah, you gained weight but you still look good or whatever else. But it's like, you do need someone to be honest with you. And like, that was my husband for me, which my husband, I mean, I got to be very big after the twins and my husband never made me feel like big mama's house or, you know, whatever. Like he never made me feel uncomfortable with my body. But he did say something one time. He was like, you know, I do he's like, I want you to get healthy for you. He was like, your feet hurt. Your clothes don't fit. He's like, you know, I still find you very attractive, but I want you to get better for you. Yeah. Like he was very lovingly said it to me. And like, it's done. I was like, you're no prize either. (laughs) (laughs) but it was like that was a very real reality check but it helped me and I did change my life and I did turn it around and do that and make better choices for my kids but that really is true because the Bible does say faithful are the wounds of a friend like yeah it's better that a friend like with kindness tells you the truth than be like no, you don't look at all different or no, that's not a bad thing. And that, that is so hard in our culture to just like, to truthfully say like, Hey, this is not great, you know? And that's not even just about weight. That can be financial decisions they're making or physical sexual decisions they're making. Like, I don't mean to be frank, but like, really like there are so many different ways that a person can be going off the rails. And our society is like, if they have a different opinion than you, they're bad yeah. for you. Like, go find people. You know what I mean? It's like tribe up with people who agree with you. And that's such a dangerous thing. And I just wanted to talk for just a second about what you said about looking yourself in the mirror. And Hope is like, she's one of those people, she's like, I am going to make a change. And then her whole life changes and she really does it. <laughs> there are people like that. There are people like Hope. And then there are people like moi. Okay, so... <laughs> If you're listening to this podcast and you're like, well, I'm going to look in the mirror and say that girl's a jerk for saying that because I do that every day because I'm just going to be the flip side of this is I I can look in the mirror and be like, you have gained weight. You're out of control. You've got to change this. And then I would go to the kitchen and like take a spoonful of cookie butter and cry. You know what I mean? Because I had the I had the truth of it, but I wasn't coupling it with like grace. And I'm not saying that in grace that covers everything, but grace is a teacher and it's gentle with you, but it teaches you and leads you. And I had to learn to tell myself the truth and then not go hide myself in the shame of the failure of what I'd done. You know what I mean? 
And I know Hope did that too. Like she wasn't mean to herself. She was truthful with herself. But I think it's like, if you hear that, you're just like, well, I'm going to go tell myself right now, you big old dummy, fix it. Like, don't like, don't just say the truth and be harsh with yourself and then go back to hiding in shame. Like make a small, like say I have done this, you know, like this is where I'm at. I'm not at the weight I want to be. And don't be like, I'm going to overhaul it all. You know, like starting tomorrow. If you're the type of person that can do that, do that. But if you're like me and it's going to be like a a long, hard journey because it's it's still a long, hard journey, like just make one small change. Like don't try and overhaul everything. Just be like, I'm going to stop drinking Cokes like and I'm going to go to tea or water or whatever, like Kool-Aid, like sugar-free Kool-Aid. If you got to do that, like it's still better than what it was. You know what I mean? Like just make it manageable, you know, like. That's what, that's something hope has taught me. I used to be so afraid to weigh myself. I'd be like, I don't want to go find out. You know what I mean? (laughs) And hope would be like, Hannah, it's data. Like, just go look at what the data is telling you. Like, look at what the, if the, is the data saying you did well this week or is the data saying you're slacking? Which here lately it's been, the data has been like, work a little harder, sis. But that was something that really freed me because it took it from shame because that's so often what the enemy does is he's like, yeah, like think about the truth, but like do it through the lens of shame. Do the truth through the lens of grace. You know what I mean? Because grace says, let's fix this. You know what I mean? But it doesn't say, oh, this is the truth. You're bad. It says, oh, this is the truth, but it can get better. You know what I mean? It's all about like how you frame it, if that makes sense. Does that even, I don't even know. Yes, I do agree with you. And to add to that, it wasn't like I starved myself and didn't eat for a month. And I was like, I'm skinny now. (laughs) No, no. And I'm not saying you did that at all. I'm just saying like you have the determination of like a four-star general. Like I, you know what I mean? And it's like you just gave yourself a good diet and just changed. I'm not saying she eats like the healthiest stuff. Like. Like, she just, like, eats, like, yogurt for breakfast because it brings her joy, you know? Like, she makes broccoli. It's delicious. She makes broccoli and leaves it on the counter just, just to have it. No, I do that. Okay, so before you, like, make me sound like a crunchy weirdo. You are a crunchy like, weirdo. We love you for I it. Do, something that I know helps me is because I am a serious snacker, and I'm not going to eat, like, raw broccoli and carrots for fun. So I will, like, make me, like, a bundle of broccoli at, like, 10 o'clock in the morning, and then I'll just leave the pan on the stove. And then every time I feel snacky, I'll go for broccoli, and it's made my kids eat more broccoli because they see me munching on all the time. But it's just, like, little things like that that I do. That add up. But I love how you thought that was going to make you seem less crunchy. You know what I mean? Like, you really in your head was like, this is going to spin me into your normal everyday gal. (laughs) You know what I mean? I am so silky. But we love that for you. We love that for you. And it is the truth. And honestly, yeah, raw carrots are the worst. I did that today with her on the phone. She can attest to it. And it was like, I'm giving up on life. I resign. Like Greek yogurt with ranch in it. Oh, gosh. Literally, Fallon came in because Fallon did try my snack. And she was like, huh. Like, it was like I heard her. You know what I mean? Like, you just left that out there for me to try. She was just like, you hurt me. I trusted you, you know? Because you do. You got to roast that stuff and season it. Because 
Ain't no life. You, you know what I mean? I think you have to make it work for you. Yeah, make it work for you. If you don't make it work for you, you're going to hate, hate it every step of the way, and it's not going to be sustainable for you. Yeah. Small, but sustainable like, changes is the key, really. Like, and that's so boring. Like, I remember, because I have lost, like, Hope, how much have you lost? I've lost 45. Yeah. I've lost 40. It was probably about 45, but I've gained and There's lost. 41. Huh? Oh, my gosh. Okay, that hurts. And I've probably <laughs> lost another 20 in between that of just the yo-yoing. But I've lost about 40 pounds. And, like, when people could finally tell, they were like, girl, what are you doing? And I was, like, counting my calories and exercising. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, like, every single person was like, girl, bye. Mm-mm. Like, that's not for me. It's like, I wish there was some, like, oh, well, I found this pill. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I just drank a smoothie. But it's like, there's not, like, some fun, cool secret. It's just, like, showing up for yourself consistently in small ways. You know what I mean? It's the pits. Like... But also, it's not the pits once you get going, you know? Like, that is one thing is the more I take care of myself, like, I think back to how I used to eat. Like, my husband and I used to just binge on our date nights. And it was just, like, crumble cookie and Texas Roadhouse because we're very basic. Like, at our deep core, I am a sheep to the highest degree. And so we're, like, eating Texas Roadhouse and going to crumble and getting a Starbucks. And it was, like, we had all these snacks. And, like, I would feel like garbage. So the first... Like, probably, like, maybe two months into being, like, on the lifestyle change. Because I'm not going to call it a diet because it's not a diet. It's changing your life. If you call it a diet, you're going to end up dropping out of it. You know? Like, yeah. that's boring to say. You always told me that. And I was like, yeah, okay, Hope. Good luck on your diet <laughs> before I joined you. <laughs> but we we had, like, our date night. And I, like, ate like I used to. And I felt so physically ill. And it was such an eye-opener to me because it was like, I used to feel like this all the time. And just thought this was normal to feel this gross. You know what I mean? Like sweating from the, like I had the meat sweats like I was Joey, you know, like, and just like my stomach was hurting. And I'm like, I used to just chill like this, like slightly nauseous and sweaty. Like, yes, life is good, my friend. I'm living in the overflow. Look at your lips, smacking your fingers. Yeah. And it was just such an eye opener. It was like. Like, wow, this is not what I thought it was. Like, like feeding your flesh to the point of hurting is not, like, this satisfying thing. And it's so hard because our world glorifies food so much. Like, it's like, oh, I'm a foodie. You know what I mean? It's like, no, you're not, Veronica. You're taking one bite of that pizza and tossing it in the trash. But to the rest of us, it's like, yeah, we're foodies. And, you know, we really eat it all. And it, it messes us up. It's just like losing that glorification of food. For enjoyment and like realizing food is fuel. That's a hard journey to get to, but it's a it's a good one, you know. It's very hard to when you go from you live to eat, from you eat to live. Yes, that's, that's very well. Played. A very hard mindset switch. Because it used to be like I would try and not eat in the morning. I've figured this out. This is like one thing for me. I would try and not eat in the morning. Because it was like, I want to save it so I have a lot of calories at night. But what that would lead to is an insane hunger around lunch where I would eat too much. And then I would binge at night because I wasn't taking care of my body. But when I started like actually feeding my body like a protein-filled meal in the morning, the difference in my success rate for how that day went, it blew my mind. You know what I mean? It was like because my body needs energy. I'm like running after two small children who do not stop, you know? They're just like no sleep warriors. 
But it's like I had to learn like food is to, to help you manage your day. It's not like a reward for the end of the day, you know? And that is so much how my mind used to be was like when these kids go to bed or when I get a minute, I'm just going to like, I'm going to eat it all, you know? I'm going to eat that ding dong. <laughs> oh, man, ding dongs. I could do some shady stuff for a ding dong. Yeah, I hate ding dongs. I hate those like snack cakes. They're like dry and crumbly. Like if I'm going to spend my calories on a cupcake or something like that, I don't want the real thing. Yes, she's so chill, folks. So easygoing. I want a homemade cake. No snack cakes for <laughs> I. She's just like us. <laughs> Shut up. Bunny. Okay, but I'm just saying, now they're like, yeah, I get it. She's a bun. <laughs> oh, hush. I am not. <laughs> I feel like they're going to like, if I ever meet anybody in real life, <laughs> if anybody listens to this podcast and then I meet them in real life, <laughs> they're going to be like, yeah, right. I'm just like you. I put on my organic leather shoe one foot at a time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'm too cheap. I ain't no organic leather. Okay, she says that, but she would rather have two good quality pairs of shoes than 10 that were fast fashion. She is quality over quantity. That is an incredible quality about you, is you are your quality over quantity. And that's that's something I, I admire would, about you. I would you. agree with that. I would rather have something good, one of something good, than like five of something that's going to tear up within the first few days of owning it. That is very much like, I would feel like a motto that describes you. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I don't care for it. Mm-mm. Well, no, it's like, because we budget pretty hardcore. So it's like, if I'm going to take something that I've invested and saved for, I would rather just save a little longer and get something that's going to last me years versus something that'll last me months. Yeah. Like, to me, like, it's not a good investment if I'm going to have to throw it away in three months. Yeah. But anyway, back to mental health or whatever we're talking about. Yeah. Was there anything Take else? Care of yourself. <laughs> I think I feel like you finished up on taking care of yourself, right? Yeah. I would just say like read atomic habits. I would Ooh, say yeah. that's something for yourself to like realize how something little can take you far. And then I would say drink water, like Maybe take a multivitamin. <laughs> yeah. And make sure you're feeding yourself. And get into the sunshine. Get into morning sunshine. If you are up in the morning, drag yourself and your kids outside. And I'm going to say this because it took me a while. Like, it took me a while. At first, I just got myself dressed. And there were days when my kids were outside in pajamas and the boots. Like, they're rain boots. You know what I mean? But yeah. I started getting us into fresh morning sun and my mental health was so different in just a few days. Like, I know that sounds so silly, but, like, like God created us to be outdoors. Like, and I don't even like to be outdoors, really. But, like, the more I'm there, the more I realize, like, how you need to be outside at some point during your day. Don't shut yourself up in the dark, only looking at a screen. Like, just step away from it. If only for five or ten minutes, just... Just get outside. I'm not even saying you got to take a walk. I didn't start off taking walks. I started off like, good morning, sun. Thank, you know, girls, thank Jesus for the sun and walking back inside. But like, just start somewhere. It makes a difference. Something else I would add is if you feel like overwhelmed and 
constantly behind and you feel like you can never catch up with stuff, I would suggest getting rid of social media. Like get rid of social media yeah. for like like five business days <laughs> and see how much time you have. And how much less short-tempered you are with your kids. Like, you'll like your kids so much more without social media. Truly. Well, that, and you'll have more time in your day. Like, you'll be more likely to play with them. You'll be more likely to see what's going on. So then you're not, like, catching up, trying to get a four-year-old to explain to you what, what happened was. Yeah. Like, you'll know what happened. <clears throat> like, it's easier... To make a memory. And your kids are great. I think that, like, it's hard. Like, and that, to me, that's the thing that social media tells you. Like, every reel you're going to see is like, oh, can't wait for these kids to go to bed so I can drink a little wine. Am I right? Or I can't wait for these kids to go to bed. It's like, it's all aired towards, like, your kids are only a drain. The worst. Yeah. Like, oh, get them into bed. And it's like, that is not what kids are. Like, if you really get to, like... The heart of children, it, it they are so sweet and so fun and funny. Like, I, it makes me sad sometimes when I think about times that I have been, like, very deep into social media. When I'm, like, my kids were doing funny, cute stuff and I just was, like, missing it, you know? Like, just set some parameters. You know what I mean? Like, you'll be amazed at the difference and you won't be annoyed with them. Because a lot of times, like, they're annoying you because they want your attention. You know what I mean? It's like, they're like, pay attention to me. They want you to look up. Yeah, and if you would look up, you would see your kids are great. That's what even, like, Lily Kate, her big thing, she wants me to sit by her and, like, she wants me to think, like, the same parts of the movie is funny as her. So she'll be like, look, Mom, look, look. So it's like I won't even, like, I'll try to put my phone in the other room, like, even to just watch their cartoon that I've seen 800 times. Because it's like, to to her it is like such a deal like to us like look at each other and chuckle at the same parts and say oh they're so crazy or they're grouchy or whatever it is like to be in that moment with them yeah it matters it does it really matters and it's like you only have a little bit of time like this season it really it feels like winter like you just feel very isolated and alone but you're not and it's like you're raising your village yeah and it's like you are teaching these little people how to act and how to react and how to love people and how to love god and it's like these are all the things that are on your it's on your plate and it might seem overwhelming but it's like you can do it like god gave them to you he blessed them with you and he knew that you could teach those babies yes he did and you like what it's like even when you feel like you are not right for this job it's like but god thought you were right for this job god knew you were right for this job like don't let the enemy speak lies into you and tell you that you're not a good enough mom or you're not good enough this or like look at your kids i can't believe your kids are doing that blah 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 blah. it's like all those little voices in your head that the mom guilt it's like just quiet those down as best you can because god knew you were qualified enough 
he knew that you would be perfect enough for this job for these children. Yes. Yes to all of that. That is good stuff. You got this, Mama. You got it. Take care yes. of yourself, though. Those kids, like Hope said earlier, like those kids need to see you taking care of themselves or taking care of you. Because if you don't, they're going to think, oh, love means becoming a doormat. Love means giving beyond my means and not taking care of myself. Like, I literally, that's a, like, that is something I've learned to say to myself is, am I mothering myself? Like, like, am I taking a shower? Am I eating? Am I drinking water? Like, did I take my vitamins? I made them take their vitamins, but did I take mine? Like, Truly, you have to take care of you, too. Your kids need to see you model that because they're not going to follow what you say. They're going to follow what you do. So, exactly. Like, I'll take never care of yourself. That. My oldest two, like, I kept having to brush their teeth, and they did not learn how to properly brush their teeth until we all got in the bathroom together and I brushed my teeth in front of them. Yeah, that's good. It's like they are not going to learn it if I'm constantly doing it for them unless they see me do it and allow yourself to like let them begin like let them do it with you and be slow as smoke and spit all over the mirror you know what I mean like <laughs> like let them or, you know what I mean or spilling us quick everywhere oh yeah like it's to me but it's the best like I think back to when I used to let Fallon help with the eggs when she was like one and it was like, oh, bye, 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 bye. But now, like, she really can't help me. And sometimes it's still messy. But, like, she's very effective in the kitchen because I, like, just got her in there with me. You know? Like, it's hard for a little bit, but then it just gets smoother. Like, they just need practice. And it's like, if you expect them to be an expert right away, they're never going to try anything because they're going to feel like they, they can't. You know? Like, yeah. give them the grace to be slow at it. Like, be patient with them. You know? Well, that and... Don't create an environment where they're scared to learn something new or scared to try. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's something I, I had to work on myself with was like, not to be like, as you say, Coach Hines. <laughs> <laughs> but him and she, no. <sighs> but like to give, to give my kids an environment where they are comfortable enough to learn like I feel like that's a a very it was a very hard thing for me to come it did not come naturally for me I feel like it came very naturally for you but not for me and I, I had to learn to create that environment for them well, let me tell you it's not like that's the one thing I got on her folks <laughs> that, she's pretty much like motherhood superstar whatever it's not a competition no it's not you're right I'm so thankful. And that is another thing is like, let there be people, like you need to find people. You need to find moms who like are like-minded, not like clones of you. Cause me and Hope are very different, but who have the same values as you and learn to depend on each other to some degree because they can cover your weaknesses. Okay. I feel like we've said pretty much all that we've got to say. We've went on so many good, good rabbit trails, but rabbit trails. As long they were. Yeah. So in conclusion, take your vitamins, drink some water, go outside. Sleep. Yeah, sleep. Get some alone time. Yes, throw them kids in a bed and just take you 20 minutes. 
Because sometimes it is only 20 minutes, but you'd be amazed at what 20 minutes will do for your mental health. Yeah. Drink like a little it. Tesla charging station. Yeah. It'd be about been there. <laughs> Drinking a little Diet Dr. Pepper and just writing down your little gratitude journal. You're like, wow, I'm a human again. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy. <laughs> so take care of yourself, mamas. And remember that God's grace is sufficient.